Hey, happy Sabbath. Thank you for listening to uh, SDA Men on Fire. Um, I'm just going to jump back in and just start recording without applying too much because that is the way to get back into it. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about, I shared Sabbath school today, which was a blessing, by the way. Um, funny how I came to it, though. I usually don't do the lesson. I usually the one that just taught it, studies my own thing. And does my own thing, but uh, last minute I got asked to do the lesson. It was Friday night, and I went home and studied it and and took a look at it. And man, was I blessed! I was blessed by it. It was so good. And um, I I was uh, I always purpose in my heart to record whenever I do Sabbath school, but as of lately I've been forgetting. So uh, now I've purpose that if I forget, I'm going to try to give the talk again and re-record what was said now i know you guys are thinking you know sabbath school i already heard it this morning that's fine but i just want to share the blessing that it was for me uh because in it i found some very um although refreshing and things that i had already heard before uh, i was extremely blessed again in a new way now that i'm a now that I've been married for a couple of years, it's it's just like when you revisit the subject on marriage and intimacy uh, and then look back at it again in the lens, you know, of Jesus and how God wants to put his image in us. Uh, it just changes everything, it just changes your lens. So. So let's let's get off to it. It's not long at all. It's just going to be a short one. Um, but there was, let's see, just a total of. Oh, there was a couple, but four main four main um, verses, starting with Genesis one twenty six, that says, "Let us make man man in our image." Now, the question I ask is, you know, what does it mean for us to be in God's image? You know, specifically when we're talking about uh, the marriage relation and and how are we in God's image and for one, you know, we you know we got into mainly. I I don't know why everybody is just so awkward. <laughs> everybody was so awkward. It's like nobody wanted to say it. For some reason, people think that the Sabbath school is just about a sex, but it's it's a lot more than that. <laughs> it's a lot more. It's intimacy with, with 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 your wife and intimacy with Jesus, and that's why I'm so passionate about it. Uh, but let us make man our image. You know, talks about. Uh, we also talked about how it is part of god's plan for a man and a woman to be and to look at god and to reflect god through the marriage by being one genesis 2 24 it says they shall become one flesh that one there is the ikad the plurality of one which we also see in deuteronomy 6 4 where it describes god as being a plurality of one as well so when we see the godhead and we see the unity when we we see the unity of mind, character, and purpose, then we and uh, people are able to see that in marriage as well. When we see a man and a woman striving together, working together with one common purpose, uh, we we can we can essentially see God's image in the marriage. Now, we went on to say say that yes, God God does want us to become one. Uh, but more important, that Song of Songs or Song of, Song of Solomon uh, 516, 
which is a beautiful read man it is descriptive it is so descriptive it is and it's pretty refreshing too to to see that god loves and he cares for uh the marriage relation um but 516 it says uh his mouth you know this is her complimenting him saying his mouth is most sweet yet he is altogether lovely this is my beloved and this is my friend so this is talking about uh the you know the the young the young bride to be about his soon to be husband and he's describing his lips. Now, somebody mentioned it while we were at Sabbath school that if she's very well acquainted with his lips, it means that she knows him. So uh, maybe this is a thought. Maybe they've been making that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying that. Somebody mentioned that. You know, caught me off guard. It was, but it was, a good, it was a good thought. But what my thought was from this verse is that she said, this is my beloved or this is my lover. And when she said, this is my friend, it got me thinking that love, real love, is found in friendship and in order to be somebody's friend you have to get to know them so if somebody comes from the bar and says i just met this guy last night and i fell in love you know they're not really in love because they barely even know the person so becoming somebody's friend takes time sometimes you you feel like you're going to be great friends with someone but that friendship isn't a true friendship until there's at least some time to it. So, um, let's see. Next question I ask. Well, I mean, this is this was in the in, in the Sabbath school lesson. But how do how does our how does the description of of knowing, you know, and you know, I'm talking about that Genesis four one knowing. How does it un enrich our understanding? with our relationship with Jesus. Now now the Bible does say that he wants to get to know us and that to know Jesus is eternal life. And we see that in the Sabbath school lesson. Uh but when we compare it to how the the Bible uses the word know, we can see that there's a certain level of intimacy that it's talking about. And yes, uh you know, I don't know why people just made it so awkward to be talking about sex, but it's a lot more than just sex. It's intimacy. And they're interrelated, correlated. You know, a lot of people nowadays in this world, they have a lot of sex, but they don't have real intimacy. But God wants us to have intimacy with our spouse. He wants us to have intimacy with your wife. Because it is also, if through that, we can also see how we can have intimacy with God. Now, let's see. The Bible uses known for the intimate union of husband and wife in this loving knowledge. The most hidden inner depths of their beings are offered to the other. Not only two bodies, but also two hearts are joined in one flesh. Know also describes the relationship between individuals and God. For the discerning Christian, the unique and tender knowledge of marriage with its companionship, commitment, and unbounded delight provides a profound insight into the most sublime and holy mystery ever the union of christ and the church beautiful i'll read that last part again no also describes the relationship between individuals and god for the discerning christian the unique and tender knowledge of marriage 
with its companionship, commitment, and unbound delight provides a profound insight into the most sublime and holy mystery ever, the union of Christ and the church. You know, brethren, before uh, before being married, I studied this topic, and it was also oh precious to me. I remember being in high school, um, and I was, you know, you know how high school is. You know, your emotions are all over the place. You're infatuated, usually not real love. And that's when I was starting to ask the question, you know, what is love? What is love? And in looking at the Bible, expecting truth, and, you know, I did get truth from that um i started to to try to understand it and it wasn't until i understood that to love someone means to know them that i understood how i can get to love god better because a lot of times we look at this we look at you know sabbath school for example for today the the texts and the word and we say okay you know i want to love god but i don't know how and it really just comes down to getting to know him better. Spend some time with him. Spend some time and you'll get to know him. And the most, I think the coolest part about this is the reason why you will fall in love with God. If you just spend the time with him. Is because when you spend the time with him. You will love him because he first loved you. And it's just, it's impossible. It's almost impossible. His love the Bible calls it, calls it, um, what's the word? It, um, it constrains you. His love constrains you. It does not let you go. And I'm telling you, if you want your love awakened with God, just spend time with him. Get to know him. Get that Genesis 4-1 experience with him where you're intimate with him. And you're going to see how your love for Jesus is going to grow. Now, this is not always easy, even for myself. Um, I've, I feel like I've been in times where I've been, you know, extremely intimate with Jesus. And there's been other times where I don't feel as intimate with Jesus. Um, but I've, I've seen consistently that what the times when I choose to, to even show up and spend the time with God, even when I don't feel, you know, that I guess infatuation, as you can call it, even when I don't feel that kind of crazy love sometimes that i you know that you don't feel even if if i show up and spend some time with god then he does the work in igniting my heart on fire because he reminds me how much he loves me and it's like man how can you resist how can you resist that kind of love now i've made my point now to sometimes you know i feel guilty for not you know recording more podcasts or i feel guilty for not spending more time in the word and then you just have this this negative attachment attached to doing those things because you're just not doing them so every time you think about it it just makes you think oh i'm this horrible person because i'm not doing those things but instead of that i've you know after after studying the book of hebrews and how he gets rid of guilt which i will share all of that in the next coming uh, days by god's grace <laughs> uh, i've learned to just be like you know what putting all guilt and shame aside i'm going to come forward to jesus boldly why because it's not about how i feel it's about him wanting to spend time with me and it's about him loving me that's the only real way we're going to build a solid relationship with jesus is if we understand the fact that it's not about you but it's about him
Now, the last thought uh, before I end this recording is 1 Corinthians 13. A while back ago, I, I was studying 1 Corinthians 13 and and in the context of spirit of prophecy and how god communicates with us through the written word and through the holy spirit but although we can build this amazing intimacy with jesus even today it's nothing compared to when we see him face to face that's why in first Corinthians 13 where it says that now we see through a glass darkly it's just it's just talking about how even though we can love God today, even though we can commune with Him through the Holy Spirit and through the Word and through prayer and through all those things, it's nothing compared to actually being with Him. Just imagine that for a second. If you have a loved one, how much different it is to, to text and to call and to send letters through the mail. How different is that than to actually be with someone? Man, it's so different. So although although we can you know spend time with Jesus today, God wants us to long for that day of the second coming where we can actually be reunited with our love, with our beloved. I guess I hope you guys were blessed. Share the episode if you can. Uh, and have a happy Sabbath.